It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo, and we're the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. Nearly all of Love Thy Nerd shows and podcasts air on LTN Radio first, and you'll also find an amazing mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie all week long. That's right. So if you're listening to our show on podcast, you are late, mister. You're missing out on all we have to offer. Check out LTNOnAir.com and download the Live 365 app to your smartphone. Search and favorite LTN Radio. Today on the show, we're cracking the Gen Z code. Yeah, we are. Hmm. You asked that like a question, but it's happening. Oh, sorry. We, <laughs> we've also got Junk Food Tuesday, a taste test, and Ask Us Anything, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Tuesday, November 10th, 2020. And we've got some holidays to celebrate. Tuesday is always my least most favorite day of the week. Least? My most, most least vote. Fo- I don't know. Just just least? No. What? I love it, but I hate it. But why? Because we always do so much fun stuff on Tuesday. Tuesday's like the fun day. Yeah. But then it like, it gets destroyed with the taste test. With the test. taste, then we have the fear. Always. The taste test. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well. Continue to live in that fear. Uh, yeah, I figured. Because I got to pick this week. <laughs> <laughs> Your banana uh, jerky messed me up last week. Just just saying. Wait, it, it messed you up? Just mentally. Oh. But still. <laughs> That's not. Scarred. Where I thought you messed you up. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't clear. <laughs> uh, holidays. Hey, our <laughs> holidays are Sesame Street Day. Can you tell me how to get... How to get to Demonetize. Sesame Street. Oh, oh. sorry. We can't, uh, we can't just sing songs. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it's also <laughs> National Vanilla Cupcake Day. You know what? When it comes to cupcakes, I prefer vanilla than Ooh, chocolate. You're crazy. I just do. Oh, we found something that we disagree on with Yay! food. <laughs> I, okay, when it comes to ice cream, I prefer vanilla. No, you're crazy. I know. <laughs> That's what everybody's always, you just want vanilla ice cream? Yeah, I just want vanilla ice cream. You want like sprinkles or something on it? No, mm, nothing. Just, just vanilla. Good. Vanilla bean, preferably. Okay, I mean, if we're going to go vanilla, vanilla bean's the way yeah. to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But with a cupcake, there's so many variations. Nah. Mm. I want plain Jane sheet cake vanilla cupcake with the, the good icing. I want it cold where the icing's like dense Mm -hmm. and then i want that in the same bowl as a big scoop of chocolate ice cream and so the vanilla cupcake kind of soaks up the chocolate oh my gosh Mm -mm. Mm. okay i have to tell you the biggest letdown for me of this year was the fact that we didn't get to go to waco that's the biggest right we were gonna do the 
The five k. The five k. You were gonna run a five k. I was gonna and do you're it. You're still gonna do it. I was still, gonna do it. You I are promised, still going to do it. I promised in 2020 I would run the Waco five k. You're still gonna but do it. They broke my promise, not me. The world. Not I. The world broke <laughs> your promise. Um, no, but they have. The Silos Bakery. Oh, right. Oh, the cupcakes there. Yeah, you told me about that. Listen, and I'm not just saying this because she is my best friend, but aside from Kara's cupcakes. (laughs) I thought you were going to say the Joanna Gaines. (laughs) No, aside from Kara's cupcakes, (laughs) the Silo Bakery is the best cupcakes. I'm not just saying this because she's my best friend, but Joanna Gaines makes amazing cupcakes, too. (laughs) That's what I thought you were going to say. I mean, she is also my best friend, but I can't. I'm not. People aren't allowed to know that. Yeah. So I'm going to need you to. They're famous. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They don't want to (laughs) be. Just kidding. Have their reputation tainted by commoners. (laughs) (laughs) Although my brother-in-law and sister-in-law do oddly look like Chip and Joanna Gaines. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Mm -hmm. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to play a game of Onion, Not Onion. I have got three headlines here. Two of them are either fake news. Well, no. Two of them are fake news stories from places like The Onion or The Babylon Bee. The other is an actual news story. I'm going to read all three headlines, and Mo's going to try to guess which one's the real one, and you can play along at home. Are you ready? What is real? Yeah. What is real? And this has gotten even harder in 2020. It really has. Because even the most wackadoo thing sounds like I totally see that happening. Yep. Yeah, makes Mm -hmm. perfect sense. Yep, yep. Murder Hornets, let's go. Yeah, Yeah, sure. sure. Whatever happened to them? Oh, they're still there. They figured out, they they eliminated the very first test nest that they've gotten here in Seattle. But if you've seen the photos, they're in like these almost space suits (laughs) to make it happen. We can eliminate murder hornets, but we can't do anything about coronavirus. (laughs) All right, here we go. Let's not dive deep into that well again. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Headline number one. Late 90s rock band Creed threatening to reunite. (laughs) (laughs) Study finds Babylon B more accurate than 100% of pollsters. Or Democratic strategists hold screening of three amigos in order to better understand Latino culture. Wow. All of these sound like... Perfectly plausible things in 2020. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I have to go with Babylon B, though. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Let's see what the headline was. Oh, I didn't bring it up. Hold what? On. I mean, I I'm honestly to, kind of hoping that it's Creed because I'm it. one of the very few that is actually a Creed fan. Creed is threatening <gasps> to reunite. <laughs> To me, it's not threatening. It's like the most <laughs> joyful news in all the world. Well, the, the, it's, it's kind of a threat because oh. there's no solid, yes, we're doing it. Okay. It's more of a, we're always talking about it kind of thing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. There is some chatter. There's no specific timetable for anything and no specific plans, but it is a possibility in the near future. Creed reunited in 2009 and... They're planning on doing it again, dang it. Drummer Scott Phillips recently spoke to Audio Inc. Radio after Creed updated their social media with an old photo of the band. This, of course, sparked rumors of a reunion, which Phillips said aren't true yet, 
but could totally happen soon. Uh, he said, I, I didn't know that that happened, you know, about the reaction to that photo. That's interesting. Uh, I'm the worst when it comes to social media. I go through phases where I'm into it for about two days and then I don't pick it up for about two months. But that being said, there's always talk every now and then of the possibility of us getting back together and doing some stuff. Uh, we're all still in a good spot right now where we feel like we have a good relationship amongst the four of us. Obviously, Mark and Brian and I are in the same band together, which is uh, Alter Bridge, which is still a thing. I don't remember anything beyond the first single Alter Bridge ever made. I haven't heard that name until this article since that first single came out when we were in high school. That's odd. <laughs> but apparently they're still doing stuff. Uh, but yeah, no specific plans. Phillips alongside his ex-crew uh, ex-Creed bandmates, guitarist uh, Mark Tremonti and bassist Brian Marshall are currently together in Alter Bridge while vocalist Scott Stapp currently has his own solo project. Kind of a Christian artist. We play mm -hmm. some of his stuff here. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm all right. With Arms Wide Open was definitely one of the biggest hits of the late 90s. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, loved it. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Can't can't hate on it. I think everybody <clears throat> loved it. I still love that song. I really don't think that there was anybody that was like, "That's the world suckiest song." Ever. Right, Creed ain't no Nickelback guys. The, thank you. Creed, Although, don't don't lump them in on Nickelback. I actually did like Nickelback. Shh, 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 We got a reputation here. We're a radio station for goodness sakes. <laughs> 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 Their very first album, geez, okay. <laughs> Scott Stapp, my goodness. I, what a weird voice. But there's but, nobody. But it's intriguing, though. Yeah, it's like it's Cher just, it and Reba and Dolly. Like, yeah. You know? Gets into your brain and just wraps itself into where you can't help but love it. I like how. Those three women were the first ones that came to my mind. Sharon, Reba, and Dolly. <laughs> I was doing my Cher impression the other night as Chris and I were getting ready to go to bed, and he just kind of stood there like, who even are you? <laughs> That's my Cher impression. Yeah. What's your Cher impression? I want to hear it. Mm -mm. I just gave you mine. Come on. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> No. There are some things Shy. reserved for just Shy my no. husband. <laughs> lame, everybody. Tweet at Mo. Uh, oh. How lame she is. Whatever. <laughs> I am also kind of bummed that Babylon B has not yet been considered. No. Not yet, I, but but I, I mean, I, if there's uh, if there's one thing that that's definitely accurate, is that despite the fact that all the pollsters said this year, no, we we adjusted for the mistakes that we made the last presidential. They, these are on on track. These are correct. No, they weren't even close. Again, they were off by just as much, in some cases more, than the previous election cycle can we not talk about we just the election? need to stop it we've said how can we not in a row that we weren't going to talk how about it can we not it's still happening how is it still happening hey let's move on thank you uh we're gonna take a break right here it is junk food tuesday there's mm, that's that's gonna make us happy oh yeah mm -hmm. and there's more back row <laughs> morning show in just a few stick around <laughs> 
This week in Nerdy News, this is LTNN. Play-Doh is releasing a new adult line of the putty called Play-Doh for grown-ups and includes interesting new scents, uh, including overpriced latte, mom jeans, grill king, dad sneakers, spa day, and lord of the lawn. The new products are meant to evoke everyday things that bring adults joy, like brand new shoes, cooked steak, and freshly cut grass. Uh, I don't know. Uh, in reality, I'm sure these are just novelties that are actually going to rake in the dough. They are on pre-order right now for $10.99 apiece. According to Entertainment Weekly, Jim Gaffigan is set to be the voice of Thunderbolt, the genie-like entity residing inside the pink pen introduced early on in Stargirl's first season. The wishes the Thunderbolt grants often cause more trouble than the wish asker would ever expect. But despite his somewhat constant supernatural disasters, the Thunderbolt's heart is always in the right place. But with Jim Gaffigan at the helm of this character, I suspect we'll see a new side of Thunderbolt, maybe with an affinity for... Disney has delayed Ryan Reynolds' Free Guy. Uh, It was originally set to premiere on December 11th of this year, but for the time being has no official release date. Free Guy is a movie set to follow Ryan Reynolds as a non-playable character in a video game who suddenly becomes self-aware. Sounds like me most Monday mornings. And lastly, listen to this. I should have never trusted this guy. This is insane. He was dead when I found him. You gotta believe me. Shut up. That's enough, Green. Death of Orange left me in charge, so stand down. We cannot afford another mistake, all right? Clearly, the imposter is still among us. Yeah, I know he is, Captain. He's sitting right there in front of us. If I remember correctly, you were very vocal about blaming Purple. Now, obviously... She was innocent. So that puts you under suspicion as well. Oh, that's right. You're hearing it correctly. If you're a fan of the hit sci-fi game Among Us, which heavily references and evokes sci-fi classics like The Thing and Alien, we've got a great short film that you'll want to check out today. Even if you haven't played the game or aren't familiar with it, it's still a cool and suspenseful short film worth watching. Produced by German filmmakers Jay and Aria, it is a fantastic, believable, and yet true-to-the-game recreation of the story behind the game. I say go to YouTube right now and check it out. That is going to do it for this week in Nerdy News. I've been Station Manager Matt, and this is LTNN. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. And if you're listening on Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, remember that all of our shows air first on LTN Radio during the actual morning hours. And we'd love to kick off your day with some humor and fun. That is right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. You can also enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and then simply ask Alexa, play back row radio. I'm always waiting for somebody to be like, stop saying that. (laughs) Uh, Before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. I am excited. Um, They're random 
But they're about Sesame Street. Yay! We didn't talk a lot about Sesame Street. No, we really didn't. I meant to. But we didn't. But now we get to. Yay! Uh, so Kermit the Frog was an original cast member and is considered by most people to be the alter ego of creator Jim Henson. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Kermit the Frog here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cookie Monster isn't Cookie's real name. On a 2004 episode, Cookie Monster said that before he started eating cookies, his name was Sid. <laughs> yep. I mean. Okay. Then he became a monster. <laughs> uh, in 1970, Ernie became a music star when Rubber Ducky hit number 16 on the Billboard Hot 100. Rubber Ducky. You're the one. A squeak, a squeak. <laughs> uh, Big Bird's iconic yellow suit required approximately 4,000 feathers Ooh. during its creation. Ooh, and I bet those <laughs> fell off a lot, too. Mm-hmm. I bet that was a bear to keep up with. Always needing repairing. <laughs> uh, lastly, originally, only Big Bird could see Snuffy. Yes. In season three, Big Bird introduced Mr. Snuffleupagus to the audience only there was a problem. The human stars could not see Snuffy, Snuffy, and for 15 years it was a running joke that Snuffy was Big Bird's imaginary friend. Yep. And then there was the, the reason that they had to stop doing it was like some worry about mental health and about uh, like children seeing that as like a, a problem. Oh. And, and then parents like. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was some worry that started arising in parents, and so they're like, "Okay, let's let's make him real now. Yeah, let's just transition him to a real character." Snuffleupagus is my favorite from Sesame Street. <clears throat> he always has been. Snuffy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Snuffy's kind of like the Eeyore of uh, Sesame Street, except not as down all the time. Yeah, he's not as down. But he's that slow, and he talks low like this. I love Snuffy. I guess I'll just sit here while you go have fun. (laughs) All right. It is Junk Food Tuesday, y'all. There's one thing Mo and I can't deny. We love junk food. Mm, It's true. Each week, we like to discuss new and upcoming junk foods that have been spotted in stores or recently announced. Oh, and then later (laughs) in the show. Sorry. Later in the show, we've got a taste test. It happens every week. Bo, I, get, I talk also <laughs> on this show. I get like consumed with trying to figure out what the taste test is when it's not my week to bring the test. So, Mo, you remember a couple, it might have been last, last week, either last week or the week before, we talked about how there must have been some new kind of watermelon flavor yes. breakthrough. Yeah. Because Red Bull replaced the Red Edition with the watermelon yeah. flavor the same week. Monster came out with a sugar-free watermelon flavor. Right. Uh, and now Mountain Dew is coming out with a normal and a zero sugar version of Major Melon. Another watermelon flavor thing. Just one more reason that my 14-year-old is going to think that he needs to be drinking Mountain Dew. I can't wait. <sighs> Anytime I see a new zero sugar thing, I'm like, yes, gimme. I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it could be great. And I believe it's supposed to be a new permanent edition. Great. So, <laughs> life's good. I got gypped this dang summer because of stupid coronavirus. Because for the first time ever, Mountain Dew released the Baja Blast Zero Sugar oh, yeah. into stores. They only release Baja Blast into stores at all during the summer. But we only got 
one dang round of it. One week. I got one case. One. Should have been three months full. <laughs> if anybody is it. holding on to a <laughs> case bad. of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. What I'm really waiting on is a zero sugar code red. That would make my life complete. It really would. I really hope they're working on it. Because <laughs> I miss Code Red so much. Code Red gained me at least 50 pounds in my life. There was a... a and yet you miss it. A three-year span. I, I, yes, I do. That's why I want a zero sugar version. Okay. There was a three-year span where I would drink a liter of Code Red a day. Because it was so good. And I was so addicted to it. And I miss it. I really do. <laughs> but I haven't given in. Maybe it's haven't for given the in. good that there hasn't been a zero sugar. <laughs> Just saying. What's next Speaking on our list? Speaking of addictions, oh, the gosh. McRib is returning nationwide for the first time since 2012 next month, this December. Uh, so we've seen the McRib here mm -hmm. in recent years, but yeah. apparently it has not been a nationwide rollout. Interesting. In eight years. Which is crazy. See, but here's the thing. There's got to be like one small town that wasn't able to get a shipment or something. <laughs> and so that's why it's not nationwide. Didn't you say recently that you were always the optimist? Why are you so pessimistic now? <laughs> I'm always pessimistic when it comes to the junk food, junk food Tuesday. I don't know why. You put me in a, like a, a bad mood. <laughs> Because I'm like, I'm anticipating the worst when it comes to the taste test. And so just all of Junk Food Tuesday, I'm like crabby. It's ruined. It's yeah. ruined. I'm grumpy. I put you in a bad mood. You do. You do the lineup. White chocolate, sugar cookie, Ghirardelli squares. Yeah, see, these sound disgusting. No, I'm just kidding. I actually think but, uh, That's what I thought. This was going to yeah. be something you'd like. I like Ghirardelli chocolate. Yeah. yeah. So a white chocolate, sugar cookie flavor. Mm-hmm. Could be good. Looked like it had like sprinkles in the mm. chocolate mix. That's where you go for it, right there. Yep. Uh, and then Lint Lindor truffles, <gasps> hot cocoa flavored. Both of my favorite chocolates. Yeah, right, and they're both coming out with a Christmassy flavor. So, hey. uh, another Elf tie-in, which again I don't understand. There's nothing happening with Elf this year that any of us know, but now there's a cereal, there's a creamer. There was something else that I don't remember, and now there's cookies, the sugar cookies, those Pillsbury sugar cookies that have the little design mm -hmm. in the middle that you bake. Now you can get Elf-themed those, uh, the 2007 movie starring Will Ferrell, and it's Elf's, it's Will, Will Ferrell's little green hat is the design. But why? Why this year? I don't understand what's happening. No, I'm like, I'm really hoping maybe there is something happening. Maybe there will be some big thing. Look, I am hoping <laughs> this is what I'm hoping for. Y'all ready? I am hoping Ooh, Ooh. this could make 2020 so good. I am hoping Christmas Eve it's announced. Well, it'll make Christmas Eve so good for those of us who didn't give up Netflix. I'm hoping that all of a sudden it'll be like Elf 2, a Netflix original <laughs> popping up. Because I feel like that's the only way that it can be, it can, 
it can it can have remained secret for so long. Sure, is because they do Netflix does do that every now yeah, and then. It's out of nowhere. Uh huh. Surprise! We've been making this movie. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I if only if the main cast is the same. Oh yes. And it's got to include the little brother. Yeah. If they don't have the main cast, I'm okay if James Conn's not in it. He might not want to come back for that. But if it's got the little brother, it's got Will Ferrell, it's got... Uh, the girl. Uh, uh, I know What's her, her name? name. Zoe Deschanel. Oh, yeah, it is Zoe Deschanel. As long as it's got those three and... and, and well, did, did... What's his name? Die? I think he died, didn't he? I don't... See, that's super insensitive. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure he did. He's going to write us and be like, if not, I am alive Bob and well. Newhart. Bob Newhart. If you're not dead, get in that movie. Uh, if you are... Uh, Rest in peace. <laughs> Thank you for that movie. Um, but anyway, that would be cool. But I if it's like, but if it's like, Son of Mask, like the sequel to The Mask with Jim yeah. Carrey that did not have Jim Carrey in it, and yeah. instead had the guy from the, the Jamie Ken, Jamie Kennedy, Jamie Kennedy. Oh my gosh, that was an awful movie. It did not. Oh, I shudder. That's always. I can't even say it. That is always the. <sighs> Worst thing that any sequel can do mm-hmm. is to not bring back at least the main or one of the main members of the original mm-hmm. movie. The second that you don't bring back somebody, it's just, it's a dead. Yeah. It's, so It's a dead. It's so a it, it also has the potential to be the biggest letdown of 2020, if that's the case. <laughs> just to be the, the ever pessimist of our, just, of our you team. You know what? <laughs> It's just 2020. There is no middle ground. Things are either really great or they suck. That's true. <laughs> hey, Hamilton came out several months ago. I'm still digging it. Yeah. It was a big up point for 2020. It really was. So, you know, we'll hold on to hope. Hey. Hold on to hope. Hey, hey. We're not talking about movies. That's true. I need you to move on. We cut our movie segment. We did. <laughs> I don't know why we did, but we did. <laughs> Uh, where are we at? Reese's, Reese's, Reese's peanut butter nut crackers. I don't know if that was a thing before. Was it a thing before? I always remember the trees, but did they do like the actually nope. formed chocolate nut nope. crackers? At least not that you recall. Mm-mm. Yeah. So they got those out there, which unlike the trees will have like a harder shell. Okay. As I understand it. Okay. Because it's formed. It's not, I mean like it, like a actual nutcracker face. As opposed to just kind of like an amorphous blob that resembles a tree. That's fair. <laughs> it's actually stamped and created to look like a nutcracker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Stamped. That's the word I was looking for. You're welcome. Uh, okay. Sonic <laughs> is coming out with espresso shakes. A milkshake that features a double shot of espresso with or without Oreo pieces. Listen, I live off of coffee. Yeah. It's my lifeblood. Yeah. But I also intermittent fast. <laughs> and so I live off of coffee from 6 o'clock in the morning until about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So after 2 o'clock, when I break my fast, I don't want coffee anymore. And I can't have this espresso shake when I'm <laughs> fasting. Because that's not black coffee or water. But the beauty of Sonic is that you can get these things all day. Sonic no, serves but I don't want coffee when I'm not fasting. But is it's what I'm like, saying. but it's You're like, not but it's like mostly words. ice cream. 
It's ice. It's it's essentially coffee flavored ice cream. I want to try this, but I don't want to have coffee when I'm not fasting. <laughs> I I just feel like you're giving up too easily. That's all I'm saying. I had to break my fast this morning. Because I had to take extra medicine this morning, and I, so I had to break my fast. I had to completely redo my day. <laughs> I ate at 7 o'clock, had to stop eating at 6 o'clock this evening. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I feel like I'm losing it. <laughs> Mountain Dew uh, returns to our list. Uh, their Merry Mashup flavor returns. It's a cranberry pomegranate. Okay, this is actually the one Mountain Dew that I do enjoy. Do you? I w- I'm not even interested. Really? Nah. Oh, I love cranberry. I hate Except both those Except for flavors. cranberry candy corn. It's disgusting. <laughs> Crandy corn. Crandy corn, <laughs> which I watched John's uh, video. John's of, version, yeah. And we yeah. said exactly the same yeah, thing. Yeah, he agreed, he agreed with us. It's not bad, <laughs> but it's not cranberry. <laughs> Uh, uh, candy pop. Have you seen candy pop before? I don't think so. Stores? I've only seen it at Sam's Club. I don't know if it's the whole brand is exclusive to Sam, Sam's Club or if it's just this version. But it's the only place I've seen it. It's popcorn with candy in it. And usually like chocolate drizzle on the thing. And so they're releasing. Oh my. Holy cow. Hello. Everybody awake out there? Rip. Your ears, if you're wearing <laughs> earbuds right now. So sorry, that guys. came out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, my chest imploded on itself too. He's I feel got sore. the Rona. He's got the Rona. I got the Rona. Mm. Holy cow. I guess I got it now too. (laughs) Anybody within a 10 mile radius has it right now. Goodness gracious. All of you listening might have it. Oh my gosh. My shoulders, (laughs) everything immediately hurts. Candy pop. Poor Matt. Popcorn has M&M Minis flavor now. (laughs) Oh. All right. Oh, goodness. I got to stretch and everything now. Last Friday saw the return of Starbucks winter menu, both in the U.S. and Canada, what? seeing the return of the peppermint mocha, the toasted white coconut, all right, coconut, toasted white chocolate mocha. You see toasted, you think coconut, but it's not coconut. The caramel brulee, the chestnut praline, and the eggnog latte. Whoops, whoop. I love eggnog latte. Oh, yeah? I hate, well, actually, I can't say that. I'm not sure I've ever had eggnog. Oh, I hate the idea of eggnog. Oh. But I might like it. I don't know. Maybe I should try it this year. Mm. Uh, food items that are coming to Starbucks winter menu include the cranberry orange scone, cranberry bliss bars, Yum. sugar plum cheese danishes, snowman cookies, and snowman cake pops. Listen, I am not a Starbucks fan, except for Until winter. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Flips has come out with a pumpkin spice covered pretzel. They're a bit late. Yeah. Also, kind of crazy that we have a Flips thing when last week I asked you if they were still a thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, mm. they are, apparently. See, they're listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> Jack in the Box, the purveyor of uh, food you only drink late at night when you're slightly inebriated. Hold up. You just said food you only drink <laughs> late at night. <laughs> I might be going there myself. <laughs> I would not advise you to blend your Jack in the Box food well, you, items. You might as well, because this is what they're serving us up now: curly fries in a box, like a like a almost like a Chinese box. Yeah, 
bowl with chili and cheese. Yes. Or triple cheese sauce and bacon. Listen, <laughs> last last year, gosh, when was the? Okay, I don't remember. The last time that Canon had an in-person competition. Oh, it was in January. Yeah. They were doing um in that like Chinese food box nachos, like. Oh, no, not nachos. I'm sorry. Tacos. Mini tacos. Oh, the mini tacos. Yeah. Mini tacos with, like, the chili and the cheese and onions oh, and sour cream. Oh. oh, it was... Oh, listen, I love Jack in the Box. It's the only fast food place you can get egg rolls, a burger, and tacos all at once. I am a Deep fried super tacos. fan. That? Super fan of Jack in the Box. <laughs> super fan. That The first time... Oh, the first time I ever had Jack in the Box was in San Antonio, Texas, when Chris was graduating from basic training. They were from California. His family was from California. They grew up eating Jack in the Box. I had never had Jack in the Box. I was freaking out, didn't know what Jack in the Box was. I needed to know what kind of food was at Jack in the Box. Like, what am I going to get? Well, you want a burger or you want a taco? You want egg rolls? You literally get anything. I immediately start having an anxiety attack. <laughs> I don't know what I want. Too many choices. I don't know what I want to eat. And I whispered to Chris. I was also eight months pregnant with Topher at the time. So I whispered to Chris, I want everything. <laughs> I'm pregnant, right? I can get away with that. <laughs> and he said, then get everything. <laughs> and I, it was love at first bite for me. <laughs> I can show you the world. Egg rolls, tacos, and burgers. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Absolutely. Anything you desire can be served upon this tray. I could go on. Let's it make a, a whole thing. It is a whole new world. Ugh, gross. A whole new fast food <laughs> I've world. been to Jack in the Box one time. I ordered a simple cheeseburger and it tasted like dog butt. And you did not go to the right <laughs> Jack in the Box. Go to Dallas with us and go eat at Jack in the Box. Oh. All right. While I talk about this last one on the list, I need you to, to look it up. I need oh, you to I Google thought you were about to say, I need you to zip your lip. <laughs> need you to hush up about Jack in the Box. <laughs> Shut up about Jack in the Box. Nobody likes it. I really did think you were telling me to shut up. <laughs> Google, Google uh, Halloween pizza in Pizza Hut, Taiwan. Let's see if it pulls it up. Okay. Pizza Taiwan delivers an eye delivered an eye-catching new pizza for Halloween that resembles something someone on Santa's naughty list might get for Christmas rather than for Halloween, as it comes with a black crust. Uh, it's a it's a black stuffed crust, by the way, topped with what looks like lumps of coal. In actuality, you see the picture. Yeah. <laughs> It looks disgusting. It really does. <laughs> In actuality, it is the garlic bamboo charcoal chicken pizza. Features black colored cheese stuffed crust that gets its color from bamboo charcoal powder and is topped with black garlic fried chicken pieces, also colored with the bamboo charcoal powder. Uh, other ingredients found on the pizza include mozzarella, pesto mayonnaise drizzled in a spiderweb design, peppers, onion, and salt and pepper garlic sauce. It sounds and looks horrendous. <laughs> Yeah. You it, need to look it up too if you're listening. It does not look appetizing at all. <laughs> but there's also oh in China. This one's in China. 
Pizza What's Hut celebrates Halloween with a spidery black pizza in China. So they got one over there too? Yeah. It the top of the Chinese pizza actually looks a little more appealing than Does it have the big black chunks? No, of it does not. Charcoal it chicken. It has the the black bamboo crust, but it doesn't have the I see the spider web design still. Yeah. Okay. There's like a spider one like Huh. There's like a little spider thing. I wonder what that's made out of. I don't know. I was trying to Might be crust. Like a little piece of dough, a little dough spider on there. Maybe it's full of cheese. That would um, be disgusting. That would be disgusting. <laughs> that would definitely that. be a way. <laughs> yeah. But that one actually looks it looks like a pizza on top. It doesn't <laughs> Yeah. Looks a little bit better. Yeah. All right. So speaking of a whole new world, uh, we live in a whole new world. Mo and I, well, we uh, we aren't kids anymore. In fact, in less than a year, we can't even call ourselves young adults anymore. Shh. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> the world will hear you. I can't. You got to stop. <laughs> Zip your lip. <laughs> so you've reached the age, what you're saying, where it's now impolite to share your age yes. <laughs> which means you're old because uh, <laughs> only old people are worried about that <laughs> early on in our morning shows uh we discussed uh or we discovered that we fall into the category of zennials a small micro generation between gen x and millennials where we have some millennial tendencies but our heart lies with the gen xers it was a really neat little quiz that we took. Mm. Uh, but this means we are a generation and a half behind current communication. Golly. <laughs> I, in fact, also <laughs> on in our morning early shows, <laughs> early on in our morning shows, uh, we went through current slang terms and definitions, and in just two short years, although they felt like very long years. They have been long. Right? Um, much of those are already obsolete. Though some are still on fleek. Honestly, what inspired this today was a bit uh, from our Nerdy Definitions short where I attempted to define yeet and actually found a huge history of definitions having amassed in just four years. Uh, let's play that short again just for reference. We here at LTN Radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways, and you might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or a phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. I'm here to help. Today's term is yeet. Yeet is a term that first started gaining traction in late 2014 after a teenager calling himself Lil Meatball popularized the yeet dance and it exploded on Vine with over 40 million loops and went on to inspire various memes. So yeet is a bragatory term used in a dance such as those in Fortnite. Wait. Okay, so that was true, but then in 2016, there were several reports of teenagers using yeet as a way to negate a statement that they just made, similar to my generation using not in the 90s. So yeet actually means I don't actually believe what I just said. Wait. Okay, so that was also true, but... There were also claims popping up at about the same time in southern states that yeet yeet was being shouted out as a signifier that someone was a redneck. At first, it appeared to be a mocking term, but it was quickly adopted as a term of pride for supposed rednecks. Oh, gosh, wait. 
Okay, so apparently the redneck thing is actually ye-ye and has just largely been confused with the popularity of the term yeet. And so while some people do say yeet-yeet, that's not actually the correct phrase. Yeet, as of 2018, is actually just an exclamation, usually of celebration, but also often replacing the word yes or yeah in normal conversation. Ah, wait! Okay, so apparently, as of 2019, I think... Who knows at this point? Yeet actually means to throw something with force, malice, or reckless abandon, such as in the currently popular game Among Us, where someone may phrase vote cyan out as the imposter as yeet cyan into space. So as of now, to the best of my knowledge, yeet means to forcefully throw. But apparently Generation Z can't decide what the heck they want the word to mean, so a month from now it could mean... Drinking milk. Who the heck knows? Freaking whippersnappers. Hope this helps. Come back next week for another nerdy definition. So that was my short bit we aired last week, and that was actually inspired by a conversation Mo, myself, and a couple of our friends had online. Uh, Mo, before we actually get into the list, uh, as a parent of teenagers, how up on the lingo do you feel? 100. (laughs) Because I know when I read through this list beforehand, uh, I honestly could only recognize and define maybe half. 100%. You think you know exactly what. (laughs) (laughs) I was proud of myself, though. Yeah. I'm going back to my story of my fifth graders playing Among Us. Okay, yeah. Because I told them. uh I told them to not act sus. And they were like. Miss Mo, you're so cool. And I'm like, yeah, I know I am. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you, this is not on the list, but uh, this is a new word I've heard in the, oh in the uh, Among Us term. Do you know what it means to be marinated? Soaking in your blood. <laughs> <laughs> You've been dead for so long. It typically means when you're the imposter and you're trying to get uh, – you're trying to convince someone else that you're not in the dirt in the gameplay itself. And so you follow around someone. It typically happens in like a two player game where there's two imposters. So one of the imposters follows around someone and never kills them, never kills anybody, just pretends to do tasks is always with somebody to have this big alibi. And then eventually when the time is right to win the game, we'll kill that person. So you're marinating them. I don't know why the term marinating things, but I guess it's just like the slow, the slow soak of you can trust me, you can trust me, you can trust me. I like my <laughs> theory better. Soaking in your blood. <laughs> you've been laying there dead for so long. You've I'm been marinated. <laughs> taking that bone and swinging it around. <laughs> I love Among Us. Me we'll too. talk about that more tomorrow, by the way. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we are going to dive deep into Gen Z lingo, and I will put Mo to the test. But first up, a taste test. Buckle up your taste buds when the Back Row Morning Show returns. Stick around. This is Mo from the Back Row Morning Show, and I've got your five random facts. In 2006, a Coca-Cola employee offered to sell Coke secrets to Pepsi. Pepsi responded by notifying Coca-Cola. 
Hershey's Kisses are named after the kissing sound the deposited chocolate makes as it falls from the machine onto the conveyor belt. If you cut down a cactus in Arizona, you'll be penalized up to 25 years in jail. The first movie to ever put out a motion picture soundtrack was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And fruit stickers are edible, though the same with any fruit, washing prior to eating is recommended. The glue used for them is in fact regulated by the FDA. For more random facts and hilarious nonsense, tune in to the Back Row Morning Show Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9. Morning show. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo, and we hope you're listening to us on LTN Radio when we air each weekday morning at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central. The attitude is palpable. <laughs> My goodness. That's right. You can head over to LTNonair.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. Stay up to date with our shows and enjoy the amazing mix of music we have playing all throughout the day. But before we get back to the topic, uh, we've got a taste test. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Each Junk Food Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> we taste test something new or odd or both. <laughs> and today, <sighs> Matt gets to pick. <laughs> so let's let's run down what our taste tests have been so far. You started off with crispy taco flavored crickets. Crickets. Which were just a delight. Uh, <laughs> then I had Old Bay seasoned caramel popcorn. Heck yeah. Which was dang good. Amazing. I did not expect it to be anywhere near as good. Now I would prefer that always to be my caramel popcorn yes. flavor. Very good stuff. Then you brought in, what was after that with you? Was it the chips? That's what it was. The Japanese, Japanese Pringles that were like jalapeno and onion. Oh, the also best Pringles. So yeah, good. best Pringles I've ever eaten. Yeah. And then we found out that it's also a ramen flavor in Japan. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, sent, I thought I sent you an image. I, I meant to anyway. Did. But yeah, mm. it's a ramen flavor. Actually, there's a lot of Pringles ramen flavors in Japan. Hmm. But I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. Jelly of that flavor. So then the week after that, was that me mm-hmm. with the candy corn? Was that the candy corn? I'm pretty sure that was the candy corn. The uh, turkey dinner flavored candy corn wasn't great. It was disgusting. It was awful. We wanted to vomit. And then Mo, last week, brought us the banana jerky. Mm -hmm. Banana and pecan flavored jerky that uh, lured us in with a, no, this is okay, to, oh, gosh, no, get it out. Still wasn't as bad as the candy corn. Definitely not as bad. But it was pretty awful. It was pretty awful. Yeah. Well, this week, I thought I'd take it easy on you. Oh, gosh. Okay. In the past, we have reviewed uh, a couple different candies from this brand. So we're going to try this out. Trolley? One of them we... No. One of them we liked. One of them we did not like. It is Smart Sweets. Oh, yeah. That's right. Smart Sweets. They are four grams of sugar in this entire bag. Sweet. Uh, we tried Smart. the first one. We tried Sweet. was the like the fruit chews, which is supposed to be like a Starburst ripoff, and they were awful, terrible, yeah, earwax, so nasty flavors, completely off. But then we tried the Sour Patch Kids ripoff, mm-hmm. which was uh, Sour Blast Buddies. I believe. Yeah, 
I've had like four bags of those since. They're good. They're, they were amazing. They weren't made the same, like the things I've noticed in the bags I've had since, they weren't made the same way Sour Patch Kids are. Because Sour Patch Kids, you know, has the sour, the sour sugar, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's that mix of, of sugar crystals and whatever. This is like dusted with that powder, that sour powder that doesn't really have calories. I don't remember what the powder is called. Um, but it's often used in on YouTube for like food challenges where you have to like down an entire spoonful of it or have it mixed into something really thick. Okay. It's the same kind of powder uh, that it just induces that sour flavor. Got it. Uh, without the sugar, which is good. Uh, these are gummy worms, sour, sweet gummy worms. They're in like a Halloweeny package here. I don't know if that's always their uh, package, but well, you don't like Halloweeny? No. <laughs> so we're gonna give these a try. Gummy worms, four grams of sugar. Uh, Mostly made of fiber and allulose, and it's oh, plant great. based. Great, plant based. I'm gonna have to pause These look and good. run to the restroom. No, hold on, hold on. These look good. All right, pick, pick, pick a picky, picky, pick out, pick out a couple there. Oh, they smell delicious. They smell exactly like they should smell. They no, they smell better than a gummy worm. They smell mm, yeah. so good. Okay. Yeah, you, I'll, I'll give you that. All right, let's give it a shot. I don't know what flavor they oh. are. See, I hate gummy worms for this reason. Ooh. They're harder to chew. Mm-hmm. And the flavor is not as strong as the smell. Mm-mm. They're Good. not As awful. you chew it. As you chew it, the flavor gets a little bit better. Man. They are so stinking hard to chew. It's They're hurting my jaw. They're definitely harder to chew, yeah. The flavors are strawberry, pineapple, blue raspberry, cherry, peach, pink lemonade. But I, I just don't had know. peach. Was that peach? Not good. I'm not a peach fan. Mm. I mean, I could see if you were a diabetic and uh, you hadn't had candy in years and you got one of these and you're like, this was an all right treat approximate approximation of what I remember gummy worms being like. Yeah. They're not terrible. Listen. But they're no Sour Blast Buddies. Yeah, the Sour Blast Buddies are amazing. And I think that's what really bums me out the most is consistency-wise, texture-wise, I don't understand why the gummy worms are so hard to chew when the Sour Blast Buddies were not. And again, let's let's reiterate, it's not that they're they're um like stiff. It's not like they like they're stale. It's they're just too dense. Dense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you're, t- you're instead of being chomped by your teeth, it's like slide out from under your teeth. So mm-hmm. you really have to wrestle with it to chew it. Yeah. Which is lame. Which, I mean, I guess that's a good way to get you to not eat the whole bag. Yeah, but you're supposed to be able to eat the whole bag. Yeah, but then you are only getting half of a serving if you don't eat the whole bag. And, <laughs> you know, it's even even better than good no. at that point. Yeah, the flavors just aren't strong at all. They're really not. They smell like they would be. But yeah. they're not. Nowhere near the Sour Blast Buddies. Yeah, the consistency between these candies, I don't understand. I know. How can one be so good, one be so mediocre, and one be so terrible I don't know. with that other one that we tried? I don't know. Make them all like the Sour Blast Buddies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm going to take another one, though. Disappointed a I little bit. I do Is this our first just straight meh? Yeah. There's no way to tell either. Yeah, there's no way to tell what flavor they are. 
The flavors are too close together. Mm-hmm. They all look the same. They're all, I mean, there's some that are darker, but you still can't tell what they are. Man, there for real is no flavor. <laughs> yeah, you really have to chew it a lot to get any flavor out. And you don't want to chew it that much. Man, that's a disappointment. Bummer. I was really looking forward to these two. All right. Into the trash bin you go, smart sweets, gummy worms. Well. Oh, well. How hey. was that? <laughs> uh... As entertaining as that was on audio, <laughs> you can also see the video version. Oh, man. Uh, we uh, we do put our taste tests on video uh, every week, and we put them up on our Facebook page at The Back Row LTN. So go give us a like and never miss a bite. <laughs> oh, terrible bites, too. Yeah, no, not the best bites. All right, well, well as I finish trying chewing to chew, yeah, I'm telling you. single tiny gummy worm. If you have any sort of jaw issue whatsoever, don't. Yeah, don't get these. Nope. Do not. We are going to talk about this Gen Z slang. Oh, my goodness. Gen Z dictionary. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to read a, uh, a, a, a Gen Z slang term, and I'm okay. going to ask you to tell me the definition. Okay. The meaning. Some of these you should know. But I will warn you, there are, I think, at least one or two on here from our previous uh, slang thing from a couple years ago. That no longer mean that what? That means something different. Now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Such as yeet. My goodness. Well, I tried to tell you. <laughs> All right. First one. These are in alphabetical order. So we'll start with A. Is that how the alphabet it's works? A phrase. That's typically. Okay. Depending on the country you live in. Oh. Uh, we're <laughs> the first one is a phrase. It's, and, uh, oop. O-O-P. Yeah. And, uh, oop. I know where this originated. Uh. I don't want to talk about where it originated. <laughs> um, well, I don't have where they originated. Isn't it maybe. like when you make a mistake? Uh, essentially, uh, it's when, it's when one is caught off guard and in a way that causes you to kind of fail or slip or something Ooh. like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's essentially like I failed the test. Yeah. And, uh, oop. And, uh, oop. All right. But it's said all as one word. Yeah. And, uh, oop. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, basic. <laughs> She's raising her hand. <laughs> um... Just like your typical. Someone who is unoriginal. Yeah. And only follows mainstream trends. Like I said. So uh, if you used to listen to just K-Love, you used to be basic. Mm-hmm. But now you're on LTN radio. Mm-hmm. So you ain't basic no more. Uh, bet. Oh. It's <laughs> like a like a challenge. Nope. No? That's how we we would view the bet. Like, I bet you I could do that. You know, that's kind of the challenge. No, bet now is just an affirmative response, meaning definitely or absolutely. Ah, uh, okay. Such as, when this quarantine is over, want to meet up at the mall? Bet. Bet. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Bruh. I, I get called this on a daily basis. <laughs> By whom? Both of my children. Your children call you bruh? Yeah. <laughs> to the point where I'm like, listen, okay? I love you. 
not your bro. <laughs> it's like your homie, right? Yeah, I mean, you actually are a bra. Despite the fact that that sounds like a male term, it is a gender-neutral term for a friend, uh, and it is used either in disgust or excitement. Excitement. <laughs> My voice. Those uh, gummies coming out. back. Yeah, gummy. Gummy, gummy. Uh, yeah, so it's it, it's either bruh or yeah. bruh. Yeah. Excitement. All right. Can't even. This yeah. one's been around for a while. You don't have the capacity to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, uh, let's see. They define it as an expression that denotes various emotional responses when a person can't comprehend what is, what was said or what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Can't even right now. All right. That, I say that a lot actually. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's one of those that sneaked into yeah. our demographic mm-hmm. cap and no cap. Okay. So this is. When you are discussing something either with excitement or without excitement. Cap as in capital. Mm-hmm. Capitalize things. Okay. So you are either capping it or no capping it. Capping it or like all caps. Yeah. Like cap. Like I'm screaming this. Like yeah. this is a thing. I mean, no cap, back like, when we were teenagers, it was a threat. <laughs> Bust a cap. <laughs> My caps and fools. <laughs> But now, with the rise of technology and social media, it's in reference to capitalization. That was a brilliant <laughs> uh, guess. Thank you. It was wrong. <laughs> okay. But it was brilliant. Uh, cap means you're lying, uh, as in hiding something beneath your uh, cap or hat. Okay. Uh, no cap means you're not lying. So it's like, I did my homework all by myself. No, no cap. cap. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is one of the weirder ones to me because I hear it. I've heard it multiple places. And I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't get, get it. it. <laughs> I don't get the etymology of this word. <laughs> okay. Right. This one, there are a few in here that I, have held hold up. over. I, like, I still like my cap and I, no It was cap great. Better. It was great. I it still makes, think it fits It makes better. more sense. Thank you. More sense than the real thing. And I, I still want to go back to bust a cap. I mean, <laughs> that's where it needs to stay. Sometimes. <laughs> now, some of these words are actually words that were from our generation that okay. have been brought back. Chill. Now, this is not the Netflix <laughs> and chill that you didn't know what it meant. And you've been saying it to all your friends. <laughs> Chris and I are going to go Netflix and chill. Oh, that's more than oh I needed to know. Oh, my gosh. More than I needed to know. Was that Friend a podcast from church? or a YouTube <laughs> video? What was that? I think it might have been our YouTube show. Oh, yeah. you've got to bring that back somehow. <laughs> Man. So. <laughs> it was great. These mo- there's only so many moments. I think there's only been three moments like that in our entire friendship here where you said something inappropriate for so long, not knowing that it was inappropriate. Oh, and I got to be the one to break it to you. <laughs> anyway, okay, chill. I don't. I. Uh, I don't know to let something die. No, it's literally just the the new way of saying cool. Oh, it's chill. the same way. He's pretty chill. Okay. Yeah, it's the same way we kind of used it back when we were teenagers. Okay. 
Uh, there are a couple inappropriate ones. We're going to skip over here. Cool, uh, thanks. Cringy. But I need you to send me those so that I can know. <laughs> yeah, please. sure. Cringy. Cringy is like... it. I mean, obviously, it makes you cringe. Exactly. It's, that's Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Uh, <laughs> all right. There's, there's two variations on this one. And this one's slightly inappropriate, but not super inappropriate. Especially if you're married. Uh, thick with two C's. Instead of a CK. I mean. <laughs> Watch yourself here. Um, not super skinny. <laughs> not exactly. It doesn't mean you're fat. But that's not what I said. <laughs> I didn't say fat. Okay, well, I said not mean you, super skinny. It doesn't mean you're not skinny. Uh, it means. Got that, a booty. Yeah. Essentially. Okay. You got you got the curves, so th- there's a variation on it. Dummy thick. Is this in reference to someone with blonde hair and has a curve? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, here's what I thought it was before reading it. I thought that meant okay, like fake, like like. Okay. Prosthetic butt, because oh. <laughs> you know the, they have those the, the fake like mm-hmm. yeah but uh, mm-hmm. pads yeah. no not not just impads but like well yeah yeah pants that have extra cushion there to make it look bigger. Listen, those are for the <laughs> girls that spin a lot, okay? But that's not that's not what it is either. Okay, uh, it just means even bigger than thick. Oh, okay. <laughs> this means giant booty. And that's what it means. So, dummy thick. If you don't know what that means, now you know, parents. All right, extra. You should know this one. This is the opposite of bastric. 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 Not exactly, no. Yeah, it, it is. It wouldn't be the opposite. You can though. either be basic or you can be extra. Mm-hmm. You can't be both. Well, Although sometimes mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of both. <laughs> um,. To me, it's like going the extra mile, but not in the way that you treat someone. It's like in everything that you do, you go extra. Over the top or excessive. Someone who is exhibiting dramatic behavior. So it's really more about your attitude and how you respond to things. If everything makes you like (gasps) clutch your pearls, you know, you'd be an extra right now. If you over-exaggerate your... Over-exaggerate. That's not a phrase. Over-exaggerate? To over Because exaggerating yes. is already exaggerating. Yeah, and then you, you over exaggerate. Over exaggerate. Yes, you can. Exaggerating is already the thing. Under exaggerate is not a thing. Uh, I don't think over could either be. Over exaggerate is a be thing. Either. No. It is. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> facts. It's the truth. Yep. Big facts. Uh, uh, it's usually used in a, in a response to a point well made. Yeah. Facts. So, facts. Yeah. <laughs> Fake. Oh, um, I don't know. It is the ultimate insult. An adjective describing someone who is disingenuous, lies a lot, talks behind people's backs, and pretends to be your friend, but secretly doesn't like you. Wow. Same thing I meant when we were kids. Okay. Yeah. Fam. Those are your friends. Yeah. Those you consider close friends. Mm-hmm. Finsta. Your pet fish? My finsta. <laughs> Let me give you a little bit of this kale flakes here. 
Enjoy that. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> it's short for fake Instagram, a second oh. Instagram account that someone has, typically used for memes, inside jokes, etc., and only for the eyes of close friends. Interesting. <laughs> Fire. It's hot. Uh, yeah, something really good, really yeah. cool. Yeah. Glow up. Ooh, that's transformation from no makeup to makeup yeah essentially transformation of one appearance usually from unattractive to very attractive mm-hmm. which for ladies typically involves makeup, makeup. uh goals Go- uh i mean it's your goals it's what you are aspiring to yeah a term that you used to describe what someone wants in their life like couple goals and squad goals yeah. and things like that yeah gucci i'm pretty sure this was from our last one too. bougie <laughs> no <laughs> uh, if anything this is the opposite comes from the high-end fashion brand another way to say good chill or awesome so how, how are you doing not... i'm gucci okay got it got it got it hmu acronym. hit me up exactly yeah just refer to hanging out texting or talking on the phone high key Ooh. Opposite of low key. That is true, but I need more. Okay, I'm thinking about what low key meant. You got to keep it quiet. Opposite so of how about is Thor? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess high key would be telling everybody, making something official. Uh, used to describe one's thoughts, desires, or feelings in a proclaiming, ex- exclamatory manner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much. I'm smart. (laughs) (laughs) Iconic. Uh, Legendary. Something that is highly influential or unique, like works of art. Yeah. I mean, essentially. It's really what it actually means. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. The phrase, I'm dead or just dead? Uh, You can't handle it. Whatever it is that they are talking to you about, you can't handle it. Typically because it's too funny. like something There we is- go. That's where you brought it in. Uh, a re- it's a reaction to someone being funny. It's, yeah. It is the new replacement for the acronym LMAO or mm-hmm. your ROTFLs or whatever you got out there. Mm-hmm. This is the new. That's so hilarious. Dead. I'm dead. Yep. Uh, leaving someone on red. Uh... So that's in reference to a text message when you've left, you've read it, but you're not responding to it. Yeah, and they can see that you've read yeah. it. Yeah, it's a cold shoulder. Refers yeah. to opening a message and not responding while the sender can see that you opened it. Let's get this bread. Ooh. I'm talking <laughs> about going to work. Uh, mm, Making money. Kind of. Not, not, not specifically. That could fall under it, but that's not the whole thing. It's a pep talk expression similar to let's do this or we got this. Okay. And it has absolutely nothing to do with bread. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Lit. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah, amazing. Bala. When something is amazing or popping. Mm-hmm. Baller's not in, in, uh, in uh, use anymore. No, I know, but I'm saying... <laughs> That we would have said Bala. All right. Low key, we already we already described that one. Talking about high key. All right. Me. Me? Mm. Me. Mm-hmm. Emmy? Me. I 
don't know. I'm stumped. I, I don't know, and I have nothing to go on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's really just a shortened way of saying me too, or I can relate to that. If someone says something you can relate to, you can just say me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mood. It's in reference to how you're feeling. And so it's used like if there's a crying baby, they're like mood. <laughs> you're close. It, well, I mean, yeah, actually, that, that could work. It's used in lieu of same here. Yeah. So it's I mean that's relatable to me. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So right now, all crying babies are mood mm-hmm. to all of us mm-hmm. on the yes. world, on the planet. Mood. Know you. N-O? N-O and then the letter U. No space U. Well, okay. So if me is like in reference to, yeah, I understand that, then no you would be only you feel that way. I don't I don't feel the same. <laughs> no, it's a deflection. Uh it's a modern version of I know you are, but what am I? Oh, okay. You're a jerk. No you. That's how. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> that is an insult. It is. To us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly. not to old people, it's to us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Us and above. Yeah. <laughs> Bit controversial with the elder generations. This one is Generation Z's dismissive response to suggestions from anybody older. Like, you should get a checkbook for your bank account. Okay, boomer. boomer. Insert eye roll. Mm-hmm. Because of the baby baby boomers? Yeah. That's where it, that's where it came from. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, boomer. But still applies to us. Yeah. <laughs> I know. On fleek. It's top notch. Perfection. Mm-hmm. Oof. O O F. Something like oh that hurt to watch oh, like yeah yeah that's that falls into that category. It's mm-hmm. the same now as yikes. Yeah. So instead of saying yikes, they say oof. oof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is my least favorite one. I have to say. It's your least favorite. It is my least favorite. I kind of want to start saying it. No, see, please don't. <laughs> Please don't. So many of my closest friends say it, and every time they say it, I roll my eyes. Really? Like, like it's just a row of O's with an F at the end. You couldn't think of anything else. Oof. What? You sound like you're trying to poop, like, honestly. let, Let me read you the second half of the description. It's used when you don't really care, but should at least say something. Oh. <laughs> so you should take it as an insult. Yeah, I totally should. Uh, all right. Uh, an acronym. OTP. You down with OTP? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> um, on the pot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm AFK, guys. I'm going to be OTP for the next 20 minutes. No. No, no, no. What is it? It stands for one true pairing. It's your favorite ship relationship i don't know why but it's like look at well back when we were younger look at uh brad and jennifer they're the otp yeah you know me oh, yeah, but they're I'm not <laughs> they weren't <laughs> but they were not the otp oh 
What did you get yourself into? Angelina needs to back up out of people's marriages. Okay, that's, for real. That's Angelina. Really, who we need to be fussing at? But whatever. All right, pull. 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 P U L L. Yes, not pool. Pull. 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 Oh gosh. <laughs> now all I can think is push it. Push it good. <laughs> That's all I can think. <laughs> no. What? Is this another inappropriate thing? Yes. <laughs> that was an inappropriate song. Was it? Yes. What do you think they're pushing? <laughs> I'm not we're not gonna get into this. We don't have time. Pull, what does it mean? <laughs> I don't even remember all the lyrics. <laughs> I don't know what pool means, and I may not want to know what pool means. Well, it does mean get together with somebody of the opposite sex. See? Like, I can pull any girl I want. That's what the phrase is from. <laughs> All right. Pull up. I don't know. It's unrelated. Basically means to hang out, as in pulling up in front of someone's house. Oh, okay. Anybody want to pull up? I'll be playing Halo. <laughs> sounds, yeah. It sounds bad, but it's not, apparently. Okay. Salty. Oh, bitter. Being upset over something little or inconvenient. Same. You feel the same. same you here. understand. Same here. Yep, yep, yep. Shook or shooketh. Shooketh. I haven't heard that one, but um, you're taken off guard. You're surprised. Yeah, you're shocked or surprised. I like shook. I've I used, like shook. I've too. used shook quite a few times. All right. S K S K S K S K S K S K S. This is what all the teenage girls do. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. I do know, but I can't remember. <laughs> it is the new ha ha ha, but generally for <laughs> what's known as Visco girls, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about here in a second. Uh, somehow people actually pronounce it like I did. <laughs> like a laugh you know when you don't open up to actually laugh you're holding it in makes sense to me slaps high five no i don't know uh it's a positive term for anything cool but most frequently used for a good song that song slaps okay (laughs) i do not like that one (laughs) (laughs) all right small s-m-o-l What? <laughs> I feel like it's an is it it's an acronym, isn't it? Nope. Really? Yep. I don't know then. <laughs> it's something extremely small and cute. Or conversely, extremely large and cute, but in an ironic way. Basically just cute. Okay. Small. Snack with two C's. Instead of a K at the end. Okay. It's like thick, ain't it? With the two C's. Yeah, I mean, it's in the same ballpark. Like but it, not the same. No, it doesn't It doesn't refer to a body part, if that's what you're asking. No, not a body okay. part. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's a, like, uh, if you see a pretty girl, she's a snack. Yes. Attractive person. Someone that looks so good that you want to eat them for a snack. 
Mm-mm. What's the deal with the double C's? The phrase full course meal was derived from this as well. And it refers to an upgrade. She's not just a snack. She's a full course meal. Full full course meal. <laughs> uh, squad. Your group. Group of friends. Your homies. Uh, sus. Suspicious. Suspicious. You know Don't that one. Suspicious. Don't uh, be suspicious. Okay. 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 TBH, the acronym. It's been around for a long time. The acronym has. To be honest. To be honest. Okay. But the usage has changed. Used to be like, you put that at the beginning of your sentence. To be honest, here's my opinion on this. Now, it is used as a standalone response. When somebody says something like, she's really rude, and you're in agreement, you say, TBH. Okay. But this, you know, clearly only really works when you're typing, but still, that's how it's used now. Okay. Uh, T. Oh, gossip. <laughs> the scoop. Uh-huh. Gossip. Spill the tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do, do. Thirsty. She's so thirsty. Um, <laughs> like, I can't. I don't know how to explain Describe it. someone who is desperate for attention from a romantic interest. Okay. <laughs> so she's thirsty for Jack. Attention. You know? yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, triggered. Uh, when you say something that is making you feel convicted. I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> upset, sad, or disgusted okay. has evolved from its original definition of being reminded of a negative situation. So like in 12-step groups, we use triggers as this mm-hmm. is like you don't want to talk about drugs in a positive way or really openly right. because that's a trigger situation. Yeah. It's That word came into general usage and now is just used for when something upsets you. Okay. Uh, I'm triggered by that. Yeah. Uh, vibe or vibes? Um, I don't know. My brain is hurting. <laughs> We're almost done. We're in the V's. Um, when someone's sending you a signal, like they're sending uh, you vibes. Close. Uh, I mean, it's it's similar to how it really is defined for our generation as well. It describes the overall mood of the situation. Like, what's the vibe in there? Okay. Uh, and so, like the aura, you know, of the of the situation you're in. Vibe check. When it's okay. When the vibe is fine. <laughs> it's a quick check of the vibes and attitudes in any situation. Is a person chill? Is there a problem here? Are they going to kill the mood? You either pass or you fail, fail the vibe check. There is no in-between. Karen fails the vibe check. Coronavirus fails the vibe check. We're all vibing, having the time of our lives, and COVID-19 swooped in and killed it. Facts. Vibe check. All right. <clears throat> vibe in. I don't, when you're feeling good, <laughs> it's all good in the hood. Uh, a little more um, specific, a, ver- uh, a, a verb that is has a lot to do with enjoying music together. Uh, as in, if you're, you know, you're in charge of the of the music in the in the car ride, and you pick something, and you're like, "Hey, is this music okay?" And the passenger's like, "We vibing." Okay. We're good. 
Visco Girl. V S C O Girl. Listen. <laughs> I was a Visco Girl before it was a thing. <laughs> 90s teenage girls originated mm-hmm. the Visco Girl. They really did. Yes, I know. You re- it's required that you have a scrunchie, a hydro flask, a yes. Save the Turtles sticker, <laughs> um, possibly a tie-dye shirt. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Let me read the description. A really basic white girl who usually has a hydro flask and a metal straw uses terms like and I, and I oop. And I oop. Wears shell necklaces, scrunchies, oversized t-shirts, short shorts, and Birkenstocks. Mm-hmm. Talks a lot about saving the turtles. Mm-hmm. They're named after a picture editing app called Visco. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that, was, <laughs> that was me and all of my best friends, 7th, 8th, and ninth grade. <laughs> And that's what I try to tell all these girls every day. Yeah. You are living in my past. How does that make you feel? You are not original. So you're our future? That makes me feel awful. Exactly. <laughs> Last word. <laughs> Whack. Crazy. Nope. That's the same thing as when we were kids. Just that's means, whack. Just means it sucks. Oh. That's okay. whack. Not crazy. It means it's stupid. Okay. Stupid. Straight stupid. Okay. Why are you acting whack for? Uh, last, whack. The last actual word on the list is yeet, but we've already explained what that really means. Mm. Uh, but yeah. have we, though? Nobody really knows. Currently, it means throw. Throw with reckless abandon. Which explains to me why my son, whenever I ask him to do something, he, like, throws himself. Yeet! <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Throwing himself off the couch or uh, off of his bed. All right, all you old folks. Now you're caught up for you know at least six months until this all changes again. All right, we're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we answer a question you've been dying to ask us. Uh, pretty sure. <laughs> more Back Row Morning Show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN Radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show and things are winding down for the day. Uh, But first, we are going to ask Ask and answer us anything. Yeah, we are going to answer an Ask Us Anything question. What sci-fi movie or book would you like the future to be like? <laughs> I don't know. I'm 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 always a fan of Back to the Future 2 when it comes to the future. It just seemed fun, you know? 
It didn't seem dystopian. It didn't seem like the world was falling apart. It seemed fun. You got hoverboards. You got automated restaurants that pop Pepsi up out of the the, the, the table itself. You got uh, hover cars. You got 3D sharks coming at you in the middle of the street. I mean, what's not to love? Can I just tell you? Our generation of teenagers, I shouldn't, young, young teenagers, preteens, that's the word, do not appreciate Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, they couldn't. Because the future in Back to the Future is their present. <laughs> and they're annoyed by it. <laughs> I had one of my fifth graders say, my dad made us watch Back to the Future, and it's so stupid. Like, they honestly thought that there were going to be cars hovering around. We can't even get it together in 2020. Mm-hmm. Are we really going to have cars hovering around? <laughs> yes, you, you are right. No one saw what was really going to come. The closest thing we had to hoverboards exploded when we <laughs> used them. And we kept using them. They were pretty upset. <laughs> pretty upset. <laughs> but it kind of broke my heart listening yeah. to him. I was like, oh. It's a yeah, different okay. time. Well different then. Time. I am not a sci-fi person. So truly the only thing that I can think of is Star Trek. And I really don't want for my future to be like Star Trek. So, uh, I mean, there, there, there's some aspects that'd be cool. And some that are already here. Like, pat, you know, pads with uh, all the information. Yeah. Um, video calls, video chat. Yeah, that's true. Well, a lot of that stuff's already that's here. true. I Not just don't want to have to wear glasses like Jordy LaForge did. That he was blind. But they were glasses. That's what they were. But they, they were they glasses. Glasses. They were a device that allowed him to see, kind of. But not, not like it didn't augment your actual vision. It like tapped into his brain. Okay, it's the future that we're talking about. <laughs> He's the only one that had a pair. Exactly. Did you see anybody wearing regular bifocals? No. That's a good point. See? Thank you. But I, I think everybody just got LASIK by then. <laughs> then why wouldn't Jordy have gotten LASIK? Because he didn't have pupils. Do you know that? Yes, there's. For, didn't you see in the movie? Effect. Didn't you see the movie where he took? Off? No, no, I'm not talking about the movie because the movie came after the show. But, the, but it's the same story. No, he took off. Actually, I think it happened in the show too, a couple times too. But he took them off, and it's just like white balls for eyes, no pupils. And then in, I think first contact, he finally doesn't wear the visor anymore because he got like these robotic pupils installed mm-hmm. in his yeah eyes. and that was even more freaky it was weird because they went up all close and you uh-huh, could see it like yeah. juking around Ugh. i'm just saying it is the equivalent of glasses for the future <laughs> and i don't want to wear them <laughs> oh my gosh get me out of this morning show i'm done <laughs> done let's end with the verse for today <laughs> our verse for the day is proverbs 4 11 i have taught you the way of wisdom I have led you in the paths of uprightness. We are on a nerdy station. (laughs) And you're giving an uproar, I'm sure, to so many people right now. Not glasses. 
I'm so sorry. You should be. You I should be ashamed. Listen, I started this whole thing <laughs> clearly stating where I was and where I was not. You drug me along. You drug me into this nerdy universe of yours. <laughs> this is what you get. All right. We're Whatever. fine. It's okay. We're, fine. We're chill. Whatever. It's all good. Mm-hmm. No sus. No cap. No, I'll bust a cap. It's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all that we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you would like to directly support our mission to become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit give.ltnonair.com, and that'll take you right to our donation page. Uh, let's see here. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at uh, at at. <laughs> at 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 the back row LTN at LTN on air and at Love Thy Nerd and the back row morning show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. We read like the same intro I know. and outro stuff every day, mm-hmm. and it still surprises us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what am I reading? Oh, that's What's right. That mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Doc, a we have a we have a Facebook community. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Lastly, just in case you miss a day, find the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Something along the lines of uh, Jordy LaFord's visor was not glasses. <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN Radio, as long as they don't kick me out, at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9 a.m. Have a great day. Mo, final thought. HMU. Does that mean again? Hit me up. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I'm saying hush your mouth. It's not the right letters. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus loves you, Mary.